From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Our number two of a numbers game right here at Visa and the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, however you're taking us in this morning. We always appreciate it. Uh, we are on Carolina Pliskova in the uh, second women's, excuse me, pardon me, second ladies semifinal. It's called Ladies and Gentlemen at Wimbledon. The second ladies semifinal. Uh, and uh, we've had four breakpoint opportunities, and we're 0 for 4. So still on serve here in the uh, first set. But that is uh, our plus 178 dog has had her opportunities and has not been able to cash in. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that. And that music you heard, let's run it back again, ladies and gentlemen, unscripted with the crack man. There you go. From somewhere, and I don't know where, I don't know if he's in Las Vegas or elsewhere. It is Bill Krakenberger, everybody, at Bill Crackman with the K on Twitter. Billy, where are you at? I'm in Vegas. Oh, there you yeah. go. Bill, yeah. Jason Kahn, producer number seven, uh, has a question for you. He was wondering sure. why you won't come in studio anymore. What's happening with that? Oh, um, I, I didn't know I was invited back in. Oh, you're of course you're invited back in. Oh, do you have guests that come into the studio? Jeff now? Carl's just uh, spent an hour with us. Yeah. You're Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. forgot I didn't formally extend that invite to you. Yes, no, everybody's in studio again. No, I, I would um I mean I, I have you see I built my home studio here in uh in Vegas with the uh Fugazi brick. wallpaper. The Fugazi yeah. brick wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. And uh <laughs> you know, a couple a couple circa hats, uh uh you know, a mug a, a Fake football, hockey puck, uh, All right. a crack Wednesday. Yeah. If you're, but, uh, however, if you're comfortable yeah, uh, there, yeah, no problem. No, I'd like to come in. I'm going over to South Point um, today, this morning at some point, uh, to bet uh, a fight. So, yeah. What are you betting? Well, if I tell you, then it's going to move everywhere. Okay. Uh, well, you don't have to tell me which side you're betting, but just what fight are you betting? Oh, no. See, if I tell you the fight, I'm going to want to look to see if the best dodge there at the South Point. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> however, however, I will tell you on next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but are, when you say fight, is it a is it a UFC event this weekend? Is that what you're is that what you're betting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. All right. I'll say no. Yeah. Say no more. Which I usually don't even really. I'm not really a, a big UFC fight fan. As a matter of fact. Uh, this week, I, I, I was with um, my buddy Teddy Atlas flew into town. He's actually going to be covering it for ESPN, which is kind of, you know, I would say a year and a half ago, this would be way outside his wheelhouse, UFC. 
But that's absolutely not true because of him him and his podcast. Um, he has had on Poirier, Dustin Poirier, who was the big fighter this weekend. He's had him on his podcast a couple times, and and um, so he, he now does a podcast that's based on UFC and not, not only boxing but UFC also. So um, I, I uh, I'm really happy for Teddy because you know he's going to be with Dana White and the, and the and the crew over there. Was Teddy be, before he got into? UFC before he got into mixed martial arts, was he a little uh, snobbish about it from a boxing perspective, or was he always open-minded about it? When the Fertitas first started the UFC, uh, when, when they first bought it off of somebody for I think a million bucks or whatever, a couple million bucks, whatever it was, they actually someone got a hold of Teddy and texted him and asked what he thought and how it should be handled and run. Uh, and, and I said, I'm not saying someone, it was actually, it was actually one of the brothers and um, no, he, he didn't know how it would work or what it would be the biggest, you know, the big billion dollar industry that it is today. Um, we're old school. We're boxing fans. We're true blue boxing fans. However, you have to evolve with certain things. And uh, this is one of them. This is what the public wants to see. Uh, Bill Krakenberger, personally, I'm not really a big UFC fan. I, 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 I've been to a couple events because uh, a buddy of mine uh, was fighting on, on some of the cards, so I went and seen him. I actually seen a girl that I know of fighting on a couple cards, too. Um, I'm still, uh, again, the old school word always comes out of me. I'm, uh, you know, it's a little bit barbaric for me. Um, I, I, you know, you just, you know, they're using grappling skills and wrestling skills and uh, the cage. And it's just not pure boxing. Boxing seems like, you know, boxing and baseball were the old sports a hundred years ago. Every newspaper had two boxing writers around the country. Um, it, it was just, uh, it was a giant sport back then. And, and there's new things like UFC and we have to evolve and change with it. But, and I'm glad for Teddy that, uh, he's going to be on this because uh, he's not doing the fights anymore. Uh, the the calling of the fights. He's not doing the calling of the fights yeah. um, for ES, for the regular big fights on ESPN. Um, let me jump in. Let, some, me, let me jump yeah, in here, Bill. Just uh, ID yeah. is Gil Alexander, Bill Krakenberger. This is a numbers game at Veasan, the Sports Betting Network, Veasan dot com, the Veasan app. Uh, and anyway, you're taking us in this morning. Always a pleasure, and uh, we are honored that you would uh, spend time with us or choose to spend time with us on your morning commute. Uh, I, let me let me sort of jump in here because here we are in early July. Obviously, Stanley Cup final just finished yesterday. Wimbledon's going to wind down. Euro Cup 2020 is going to wind down this week. We are going to have still some NBA finals, but this is where you know. And then, but but next week is the All Star break in baseball. So this is where the the nadir, if you will, of the sports betting calendar starts. And for those who are unfamiliar with you, by the way, it's Bill Krakenberger. Everybody, I'm Bill Crackman with a K. Uh, always recognize him with the Kangle. What do you like? How does your your how does it work for you now? Because I was just talking to Drew Dinsick the other day. He's like, okay, I really start to get serious about football after July 4th. You are the type of better who surrounds yourself in each sport, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, with with guys that you trust in every sport. So how do you manage that if you're let, – let's take it this way. Let's say someone's performance is not what it used to be. Do you look at this time of year to latch on to somebody else or to bring somebody else into your – your circle, just give us a sense of how you play things. It's a fantastic question. And, and uh, yes, I, I actually do have the same guys, though. I'm, I really don't – very rarely do uh, – the, the, does the – the only time of the year or the only time that it happens is when maybe somebody gets a, uh, a little bit uh, greedy or something and, and goes out on their own. But it's happened, yes, but for the most part – um, I keep a really tight ship around me and, 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 uh, we have a, we have a really good partnership with, you know, I have, I have a certain partner for college basketball and college football, one that does NFL props, one that does, uh, uh WNBA and, and college baseball. So depending on what time of the year, what time of the year it is, uh, I'll, I'll work with either two or three guys and, and, uh, sometimes even four, uh, yeah, so we're getting ready. Actually, we're, we're getting pumped up for uh, preseason football, which is now. I, I, I'm guessing it's about three weeks away. I haven't looked at the actual schedule, but here being uh, July 8th, I, I think it's about about three weeks away. Starts uh, some preseason football, and we kind of missed that 
last season, and that's a it's a money making opportunity because of uh, you know you want to know who's resting, who's playing. Uh, you you pay attention to social media, and not only just the coaches and players, but sometimes you'll find little nuggets of wisdom and information from the training staff, and uh, maybe even kids of the players. And there's so many little ways to go about beating different sports. So that that's really on the table for my next big sport is, is, is the NFL. And I would never speak that way. If you remember even years ago, I was always down on the NFL, uh-huh. even though it's, it's the most popular sport to bet. Everyone loves betting NFL games and it's, it's, it's on there. You get pumped up for games and uh, it's just, but then it's the hardest sport to beat because it's covered so much it's in the media um not only the the bookmakers but the original the originating line makers and stuff they know so much more because it's just talked about on every major network and and especially the sports network so it becomes a very hard thing to beat uh like i said before um but i could beat the i could beat the props i could beat the totals i could beat certain things and once in a while i will even play a side especially here in vegas we are so lucky to live in Las Vegas where we get an extra half a point a lot of times by doing some line shopping, betting, you know, betting against the, the marquee teams, whether uh, whether it's going to be the Tampa Bay's and Kansas City's or, you know, we don't know this year. Will Oakland Raiders be a good bet against team because you have, you know, 75,000 yeah. people coming into Las Vegas yeah. and, and everyone Can't has a wait. 10 or 20 or it's $50 bet point. on the game. Can't wait to you know? find that out because we didn't get a chance at that last year, obviously with COVID. Yeah. So that, that will be, that will be one of the more fascinating storylines. Will it play like the Vegas Golden Knights play? In other words, right. in this, that's right. will there be that's right. opportunities? Can I follow up before you continue? I want to follow up on a couple things or else I'll forget sure. them. One is, so you like betting preseason football. That's the first thing that comes up. You, oh, yeah. You're all about oh, yeah. that. Uh, and oh, explain yeah. why. Uh, it's beatable. <laughs> Listen, it's the, it's probably the number one reason when William Hill threw me out. When I bet, uh, I remember I was in Lake Tahoe, and I was betting the, the Jets uh, plus three points uh, for a preseason, like maybe their second preseason game. And uh, the game actually reversed and went to the Jets minus four. So it was a seven-point move. And that's something you'll see. Not typical of a seven-point move, but you'll see lines moving three, four points, though, for, college, for I mean, for preseason for NFL. So, uh, but but the bookmakers do not like when you're, you know, when you're taking advantage of a line. And I say take advantage, taking advantage of a line. It's not my fault that me and my team know more information than you and your team. That's the idea. The idea is to get an advantage on you. When anyone goes to that counter and makes a bet, anyone, five grocery dollars, 5000 or $50,000, guess what they're doing? They think they have a winner. They think they have a great line they're betting, or they think that this is a good opportunity for them. For, for whatever reason it is, whether it's listening to someone on TV, reading something in the newspaper, reading something in social media. But when someone like myself does it, um, you know, they, they just, uh, William Hill and uh, Stations and, and, and Boyd, these, these, these companies, they don't, like, they don't like winners. They don't like guys that try to win. And let me tell you something. I'm not going to hold only those companies responsibly. The East Coast companies, too. Some of them, they just don't like what people, when people get the best of a line. And uh it's upsetting, but that's the reason why I know preseason football is is a is a, is a big advantage if you can get a, a couple points line moving, especially around the key numbers. And uh, I'll only say this now; I won't say this again during the next seven weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. the one and the two are very popular good numbers for NFL preseason football. It's their key numbers, like the three and the seven is key during the season. The one and the two are the key numbers for NFL preseason because they just want to get off the field. They don't want to, you know, they'll, they'll go for two points to try to win the game by one or lose the game by one just to get out of there. It's just where they don't, they don't have to play any overtime. Um, so it's, it's key for you guys out there to know that uh, when you're shopping lines and betting lines, it, you know, you, you would think normally, ah, Two, that's a dead number. Big deal if I get two or one and a half. That doesn't mean it's really not a big not a big difference. Oh, yes, it is for preseason football. A very interesting point. The other thing I wanted to follow up on, by the way, we are 0 for 8, ladies and gentlemen, on breakpoint opportunities in this first set. 
0 for 8 on Carolina Pliskova, our plus 178 dog. Oh, so brutal to watch. Uh, but the uh, so many missed opportunities, but Sabalenka obviously uh, coming uh, rising to the occasion on, on all eight of those. So uh, you also mentioned something about when you surrounded yourself, you made a comment there that I would be remiss not to follow up on, which is you said sometimes some of those guys get greedy and that's like the one sort of parenthetical aside you made. And to the extent mm-hmm. that you're willing to share the details sure. of what that means and how that gets handled by you. Yeah, you know, there, there's uh, you know, certain teams are together, certain groups of guys are, are, are together, and, and everyone goes on their own. And I guess I don't get – maybe I was being overly uh, dramatic but greedy. Listen, everyone has a right to go out on their own. When, you know, they, but let's say – someone comes to me and says, Hey, uh, I have a model or I have something, uh, you know, so it came to, someone came to me earlier this season with a first five inning model. And I, and I gave him a, I gave him a shot. And, um, so what will happen is he'll come to me with, with little or no money and I'll, 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 I'll back, I'll back him and say, okay, I'm going to put the money up and you get a free roll. You get paid at the end of the season based on your games. You get a free roll, whatever it may be, 200, 500, 1,000. It's, it, it, it could be a lot of money, though, if they're, if they're, if they're a good originator. And um, you get a free roll every game, and at the end of the season, you get paid. Well, maybe they don't have too much money, and all of a sudden, now they're making a lot of money. And now they find not only a Bill Krakenberger, but they find a couple other guys. So now they're getting free rolls by three or four guys. And eventually they get their own bankroll and they go their own way. And I just feel sometimes they, you know, they don't, they don't um, remember where they come from. And let me tell you something else. Mm-hmm. I would challenge anyone to be able to get a better line than I can get. I have so many different spots to bet that I know uh, if you want minus a dollar twenty nine, I'm going to get minus a dollar twenty seven or a dollar twenty nine. I'm not going to. One thing about when when I was back really deep into the business, um, you always give the originator the best number. And that's something that a lot of these syndicate guys and the, guy, the greed gets in the way. And, you know, they don't do that. Now, what I mean, what I mean by that is uh, let's use a baseball game. So let's say that, that minus $1.29. Well, if I got minus $1.27, even though the originator asked for $1.29, I'm turning in the minus $1.27 because it was your game, not mine. Uh, you originated this game. You're going to get the best line on the game. Uh, it's it just it's something small and probably something maybe some people won't understand, but um, it, it just, it's just the right thing to do. It's a code of ethics. It's a code of street smarts. Um, honor. You got it. Yeah. A, yeah. A, you got to give the right number. Yeah. Honor yeah. is a, uh, is a endangered. So PC. no, but no, to get to your answer, I think you're looking for a juicy answer. I haven't put no one's head in a vice or anything like that. It's real <laughs> simple. Good stuff. I wasn't looking for that answer, but now oh, that you, oh, okay. you mentioned it in case that came up, <laughs> uh, no, it, <laughs> No, I think that that's what you described is very true of many different things in life, right? That that happens a lot in life. If you if you reach out and you extend your hand and you help somebody out, I know from my perspective, I don't. I, I'm doing it because I'm. I, I believe in in sort of raising all ships. I believe if you're good, I'd like for you to succeed. I'm I'm not insecure about stuff like that, um, and I don't require anything in advance. But every once in a while. Uh, you know, an acknowledgement, perhaps, that that's what happened would 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 be, an, you know, welcomed. You know, I wouldn't just scoff at that, but I don't require anything in advance. But there are there is occasionally every every once in a while there's there's some of those where you're like, oh, yeah, that person doesn't remember at all. And it does. You do. You do remember that for sure. But I think oh, that, yeah. that, ex- that extends to all different aspects of life, not just what you do at sports betting. Um, but it's yeah, inter- interesting yeah. to know that it happens on that as well. well. How I mean, how often does that happen? Would you say if you could give it as a one out of every ten guys, as one out of every five guys? What do you think? Yeah, I, I would say that uh, uh, the, the the believe it or not, you might, might be surprised by this answer. Probably one out of five. Oh yeah, that happens. I mean, people evolve, so I mean, I, I kind of really don't hold it against them. I just wish they would uh, just just remember where they come from. That's all. Yeah. Remember, you know, you know, you know, it's the old saying, Gil. When you're broke, you're a joke. When you got cash, you're a smash. So I now, mean, it, it, you know. So now, in, be, uh, in between now and preseason football for these next four weeks or whatever it is, what do you do betting wise? You bet baseball. You bet in the NBA. Yeah. Finals? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you know the old, the old. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of people will say this too. 
Um, a lot of a lot of the syndicates that did bet baseball over the years, they always quit during the All Star break. It gets tougher after the All Star break, even even the week leading up to the All Star break. Like now, it gets it gets much tougher to handicap baseball. You know, uh, the guys um in uh, in Curacao, the guys in Pinnacle, they used to always say that they would rub their hands together and say, "Ooh, baseball season! I love baseball season because they made more money." during baseball than any other sport because it was every day and it was just even though it's a uh, the, the juice was half of that of, of nfl games that's how hard it is to beat baseball that they would make more money during baseball than than, than nfl and um I, I but i do the last couple of years i've been beating baseball so i i actually go all the way through um, I'll have less and less maybe, but I'll go all the way through right right until the you know, how, you know playoffs. You know how it was for me for, for all those years that I bet baseball. I, I agree with you mostly. So after the all-star break, the two, three weeks after the all-star break, traditionally in baseball, again, baseball's ever changing, so I'm not sure if it's the case now necessarily. But that two, three-week period after the all-star break was always a period where the numbers sort of failed in a way that they didn't before or then afterwards. It, it was just a weird little quirk to baseball. Um, I don't know. You know, we always tried to theorize what was afoot uh, after the at All-Star break that made it that way. And it was almost like teams just ramped up again in a different kind of way, and the numbers n- didn't necessarily capture that. So that was traditionally a thing. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's not something I've mentioned in a while. Um, let me just let me just say sports betting because I just want to have this aside. So we're watching this uh, women's semi. We have a plus one seventy eight dog. Uh, she was zero for eight on break points. Her opponent, Arena Sabalenka, had one break point opportunity and converted it one for one. And we dropped the first set seven five. Sports betting can be so brutal sometimes. It's like you can you can set it up perfectly. And then for for your dog to get through the door, and then it just can't happen. So now it becomes a mental game. Can she bounce? Can Carolina Pliskova bounce back from that kind of thing? Because this is the this is the thing about tennis. The only thing that's changed here. Sorry to ramble on this. The only thing that's changed here is now we move on to a second set, right? You're still you're still playing the same match, but you just have to compartmentalize that that set happened and that didn't go your way, and to be able to bounce back from that kind of calamity of going 0 for 8 when the other person goes one for one and it costs you a set, that's the mental struggle of tennis. And now we have to sort of overcome, we have to sort of hope that our, our very worthy underdog, as, as shown in that first set, but couldn't get it done, if she can bounce back in that respect. So, again, that's uh, like with poker sometimes where you can set it up where, you know, the, the percentage is on your side and then you need a little bit of uh, luck to make it happen in the end, but it can still go against you. It's kind of happened to us here in the first uh, set of this one. So we shall see. Anyway, just wanted to point that out because we're doing a couple things at once here, Bill. Uh, at once here. Cool. Uh, we'll come back. More Unscripted with the Crackman. He's got things to talk about. Uh, he's been around. He's got thoughts. We'll do that. And uh, no baseball for me today uh, as we sweat out this tennis match. But uh, we will, again, have uh, plays here in the NBA. But none tonight. I had the Suns minus five in game one when the news of Giannis being sort of having a conference before the game was reported, and I was like, oh, I'm taking the Suns because we don't know what we're getting from the Then he ended up playing it and ended up working out anyway. But no play for me tonight in that one. We'll come back. More Crackman right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist Season 2, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. We get tweets. Uh, This is from Anthony A. Pirello. He says, I don't know how you keep that interview going after watching that 0 for 8 meltdown. Vomit emoji. Uh, Well, we're multitasking. It's tough. 3Jack3131. Uh, Always tune in for Thursdays with the Crack Man. Such a great listen. Is Crack entering circa millions? What about a roundtable podcast on contest strategies with him, Las Vegas Chris, and any others? By the way, Las Vegas Chris was on the show earlier this week, uh, Bill, and uh, that was received very, very well. One of the great contest players, obviously, uh, here in Vegas. I'll probably say in history, he's won multiple contests. The Palms, the win, last man standing college football, finished second and fifth in Circa this past year. So that was great. What about you? What are you playing? Because obviously things have shifted. The Westgate has now reacted to uh, to Circa. The Westgate uh, experiencing that competition has, has, to, has had to change their tune dramatically on their contest. So it's, it's more player friendly now. Um, and then they tweaked Survivor over at Circa as well, perhaps not as favorably as I would have I would have loved, but nonetheless a tweak by them. What are you doing? What are you playing of all those? Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I was uh, I was in Circa Millions last year. I'll be in Circa Millions again. And as far as that roundtable, I, I I don't know if. Um, I am more of a teacher where I like to I love to share things, but. Sometimes that makes me uh, an idiot because I, <laughs> I share too much and literally take my advantage down to nothing or away. But I, I like to explain some things to people. And, and uh, as far as contest, though, I'm a losing contest player. I'm down. But I could tell you that there were certain weeks like 
last year, um, I, there was a quarter, I think I lost three games and like you know, 17 and three or something, but, you know, by one game missing a big quarterly prize. Um, I think it happened twice, actually. Uh, again, I, I said it last week on the show, and Las Vegas Chris sent me over a text uh, thanking me for the praise of him, but I'm, it wasn't really, though I was just talking factually. I mean, yes. you, you, you can't just uh, uh, get there over and over again on luck and, and betting the offlines, which, which, by the way, that's one of the ways, I'll talk about that now, that's one of the ways that... Um, People have actually won contests before at the Westgate. Was the, the you know the lines will come out on a Wednesday night, and you're putting your picks in up until Saturday night. So uh, if, if something, but if New England came out minus seven over Buffalo, minus seven and a half over Buffalo, and then on day of the game or close to the game when you have to get your, your the deadline to put your entries in, the line is uh, five and a half. Well, obviously that's a good advantage for you on a on a contest, you're getting two points, the best of it on a key number like seven. And if you do that multiple times, uh, you know, you're, you're probably going to have a winning record, of course, throughout the, uh, after the season, but it's probably not going to be good enough to win the whole contest. As a matter of fact, there'll be times and strategies that you have to do the exact opposite well, of that, that later was, in the season. That was what Chris was saying as part of the discussion we had with him earlier in the week. That that you know that there's a lot of contest players who simply try to play it that way, right? Oh, I'm going to get the best of the number clearly, so I'm playing it like this. But to win something like that, you have to be contrarian. You're not. You, you can't win anything like that just doing what everybody else does. You have to pick your spots uh, to do the exact opposite. That's that's simple game theory on that stuff. So I mean, that's what you were getting at. Yeah, yeah. This will be a fun listen. He, so he came on your show earlier in the week. This yeah, week? we we've he's been on many times before. Yeah. He's been very generous because uh, he's up at this hour, and so he he's been cool. super nice. Um, and this wasn't unlike previous discussions that he and I have had through the years. But I think right. there, there was something about maybe this time of year having it where sure, people being you know relevant. Well, yeah, because people aren't as distracted by other things sports wise. So I think it it, it really resonated, judging by. The views on Twitter it definitely resonated. Um, and he's a super – I think what makes him so appealing is, one, I mean, obviously hearing it from him is key because he's been so successful. That's the first thing, right? It would be different coming from mere mortals. Um, so that's the first thing. But secondly, he's super He's super introspective. People will say, oh, he's really humble about it. He is humble about it, but it comes from constant introspection about, um, you know, am I this good? Where am I not as good? Should I be public about it? Because people will treat it as maybe some people will interpret it as flaunting when it's really not. You know, so I just love everything about his whole thought process on that because uh, anybody who is constantly introspective about his performance, no matter, especially at the highest level like that, he's only going to get better and better. And one of the great tweets that I had after that or during that was uh, somebody, uh, forgive me for not remembering who it was. Was it Stephen Vegas? I'm not sure if it was Stephen Vegas or not, but he, but he said, every time I think about entering contests in Vegas, then I hear Las Vegas Chris on a numbers game, and I say to myself, yeah, I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> I've seen that. Because that's who you're up against. Uh, we'll come back. more with the crack man right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. By the way, that's uh, Bill's podcast right there, Wise Cracks, with his buddy John Orlando, wherever podcasts are available. Coming back right here at VEASAN. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Carolina Pliskova has had Love 40 twice already in this match. Couldn't break. She has a third Love 40 opportunity, albeit this time now in a second set, having lost the first one. We'll see if she gets it done here. Vison, your betting headquarters, by the way, uh, for UFC 264 this weekend. There's a break. How about that? What is that? 12th time is the charm or something like that? Uh, UFC 264 this weekend, we're bringing you in-depth analysis of the McGregor-Poirier main event plus key bouts on the other card from our full team of experts, including Sweet Lou Finicaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free Visa newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern for First Strike, our live preview show with updates from all of our fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264 and sign up now for the free UFC 264 betting guide 
at vsin.com slash free. And again, if you're coming into Vegas this weekend, you got UFC 264 over at T-Mobile and right across the freeway, you got the Garth Brooks concert. So it is going to be a traffic boondoggle down there. Just keep that in mind uh, if you're coming into town this weekend. We get tweets at beating the book. Uh, a lot of love for Andy McNeil now that hockey season is over again. Congratulations to Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, but people really in appreciation of Andy this hockey uh, postseason, really throughout the entire regular season. Canuck in Vegas. Your insight, Andy, was great. And as a hockey guy, always look forward to what you had to say. Followed your info about taking uh, the under five on, abs, on the uh, Habs point prop last night. Great call on that. Uh, let's see here. Dan Wood, Bill. Bill Krakenberger, of course, joining us here on Scripted. Love the show, Gil. Keep up the great work. Ran into crack a week ago at the Hard Rock and was one of the nicest guys I have ever met. There you go, Billy. <laughs> uh, and then D- David McDonald, by the way, one more here, because a bunch of people, uh, not a bunch of people, but there was a few people who took issue with my whole thing. Like, how can you allow the rebound on a PK uh, in these in these soccer games? Uh, he points out in one of his tweets, he goes, and for people saying the penalties, the penalty rebound rule should change because it's a dead ball, so is free kick corner and throw it. I never said it was because it was a dead ball. It's because it's ridiculous that everybody's behind the player. It's like, again, it's like a technical foul shot where you miss, but everybody in basketball is behind you, but you can still get the board and put it in. Anyway, it's my American sensibilities. I apologize. All right, Bill. Uh, so uh, that was very nice. You greeted the guy at the Hard Rock. Oh, yeah. No, I was in Atlantic City at the Hard Rock and playing a big advantage. They had, they had uh, 20, 30 times points. And uh, I, see, I met a couple people came up to me when I was playing video poker. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, very nice people always make time for them, even though I think I blew eight grand, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I did get back like, oh, I got back a lot of cash back. So I, I it wasn't that bad of a deal. The, 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 the promotion they had there, they probably won't have again, but it was on a Monday and they may have it again. That's how much, that's how packed the casino was busy, like a Saturday. So uh, a couple of people I seen down there, a couple of advantage players and, and uh, yeah, it was nice to see them. And uh, I've always got to be nice to everybody you see. I mean, it's just the, just the way my parents raised me. My father would be upset if I wasn't. I mean, what's your um, what's your single favorite casino, either East Coast or here in Nevada, maybe Colorado? What's your favorite place to bet these days? Well, I'll tell you that when I, if if it's if it's sports. Uh, it's different. Of course, it's here, here in Nevada. Uh, it would, it would definitely be, uh, on my apps that I can get a lot of money down like Circa or, uh, Westgate takes a good bet for me. I know some people that said the opposite of that, but I take a good bet for me, uh, back East. Uh, I, I would think, uh, believe it or not, I know people don't like to hear this, but, uh, DraftKings takes money for me. I know people get upset and say, Oh, they don't take it. They cut my bets down or FanDuel. DraftKings takes my bets. Uh, they take thousands of dollars on, uh, on on different. Let me tell you something. When I was back there for the NFL draft, the draft props MGM on their app, the Bet MGM app at the Bergata, they were taking two thousand dollars on draft props. So mm. uh, it just depends on what what your account is, and and uh, you know. But as far as casinos for nice casinos that I like for everything, entertainment, restaurant meals, I tell you, I was over at Resorts World. Maybe I'm just a little bit getting a little bit too excited here. I'm a big fan of Asian food. If you can't tell, uh, but I, I love the little Asian food places there. Now I will tell you though I was I only went there twice but I really like the how, how like on the right side after you walk in it's all a big giant um, you know uh, eats food it's really I want to say food court but it's not like a cheap food court no. like you would think at like 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 the Palms had or one of the food courts it's upscale all different things I mean. I seen like uh, literally pig heads and ducks out. I mean, there was some there was some things that isn't that interesting. Much different. Isn't that interesting because that's that's the thing, right? So Circa is known and and justifiably so for its sports book and its pool, right? Those are you always look as as a marketing person. You look for what is different. What is the selling point? What is your your selling point of every spot? And Circa's is definitely that, right? It's a sports book in the pool, just absolutely different from everything else. Uh, you could talk about, uh, you know, the win and encore would sell you luxury, whatever it is that, you know, that they stand above the fray on. Um, the South Point catering to locals. Isn't it interesting that Resorts World, that the food court, and you're right, it's not, it, to say that it's a food court sort of diminishes it by what we're used to at food court. It does. That it's kind of the thing that right out from the open is like, oh, that's the identity 
it, it, it's they've got three hotels in one. That's obviously a big thing too. But that food court stands above the fray. Jeff Parlay, who was just with us, Jeff Parles, by the way, uh, who was just with us, producer number five and host of Bet Center here at Veasan, he said the same thing on the way out the door. He was like, "The greatest thing I've ever had is this particular spot." I can't remember exactly what he said within that food court. Um, Mark Meltzer, man about town, my buddy, uh, keeps sending me these pictures of these veal parm sandwiches that are that are in one of the spots of the food court. So it is. It is fascinating that that stands above the fray there. The sports book, which is right when you enter the main entrance on the left, sort of like you do a little U-turn. How do you feel about that? We talked about it a little last week. It's it's a it's a fine sports book. It's it's not uh, it's it's up there. By the way, the the flip side of all this is right. Virgin, we still don't have Bet Fred, do we? Uh, no, that's over at Virgin. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I thought I thought that would be open by now. I, I thought that would be open by now, and and uh, I guess they're having some uh, gaming regulators. You know, yeah. gaming doesn't want that problem again. They have with Cantor when they were in town here. We all know that. We talked about this. We talked about it's still it's still a, there's still a couple individual key people that run this town too. A good old boys club. Um, <laughs> and, 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 I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. There's still some some strong political people here and, and and individual casino owners and stuff. They really don't want that competition because then they're forced. It's going to cut into the margin a little bit uh, when you have the fan duels and the DraftKings, the points bets coming in here. It'll happen eventually. It'll get here eventually. Um, but right now we're we're not uh you know we're not we're not having that yet. Now the Resorts World Sportsbook. I've been told mixed reviews. You know, my buddy went up to the counter and said, "How much can you bet on a baseball game?" Someone's holding five grand. And then I know one person went up and bet, actually did bet, and he got $1,000. So who hmm. knows? Interesting. Yeah. And interesting to, to know if they have already changed some of those limits in the short time they've been around. Maybe that's the case yeah. as well. Like I said, I went like the first day, put a dime down on a tennis bet. It was no problem, but I didn't ask for more than a dime, so I don't know if they would have taken more. Um, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up with Bill Krakenberger, everybody. Unscripted, we'll take more of the tweets. Uh, a endless torrent of tweets for you at Bill Crackman with the K right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, 
be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist Season 2, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Back on A Numbers Game, proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. And of course, uh, the NBA Finals Game 2 tonight in Phoenix. Phoenix favored by 5. We'll see what version of Giannis we get tonight. But you can discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, with that game tonight. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA Finals game and either team hits a three. Regardless of your bet's outcome, simply use bonus code VEASAN100. When you place your first bet, enjoy the finals more than ever with BetMGM. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Family problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IN IOWA in Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted with the Crackman. Always kind enough to join us for hour number two on Thursdays here on the Numbers Game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, our buddy Las Vegas Chris chiming in. I don't think he'll mind if I uh, repeat the following, but he said, uh, he said regarding Resorts World, he said they'll take big money from guests um, not interested. He says they're probably not interested in catering to non-guests, which is fine. Uh, regular betters should be fine there. He said Sharp's not going to get a welcome mat laid out for them, which I think is probably an accurate assessment of them. By the way, one of the things he yep. says in there I think needs to be repeated, which is, which is fine, right? So that's one of the things that I'm, I'm super sensitive about, too, because we've brought up stuff. I've brought up stuff on, on this show through the years. Obviously, William Hill, Westgate, Leap to Mind. Uh, but we try to be really fair, actually, with sports books. And, you know, if they do something egregious, we'll bring it up. But I am not one to criticize if that's just your business model, right? If it's your business model, it's up to the better to sort of recognize that that's the business model. You can't complain about, a, you know, about a brand, that's their brand, right? Certain books are going to behave. They're going to behave certain ways. They're going to cater to certain things. And I, don't, I, I, I try not to ever criticize for that. might not be my cup of tea, but that's their thing. What, what's interesting lately is you'll see some book-on-book crime happening on social media, and I always am kind of amused by that because certain books think their way is the only way as well. So... All of that is fascinating to me, but I think what, what Chris said there needs to be repeated is the phrase, which is fine. That's the way they want to play it there? Okay. It's just for us to know that. Yeah, but don't don't advertise or don't go on Twitter or don't go on VEASAN and act like you're someone you're not. Yes. That you're taking giant bets off people. I would agree. You're showing me, you're showing me a bet on an NBA playoff game of $100,000 or on an NFL game of $100,000. 
or whatever, a half a million dollars. Oh, wonderful. That's great. NFL, unbeatable. NBA sides, unbeatable. Give me a break. You know, show someone that, uh, you know, show someone that you take $500 from, uh, you know, on, on a college football first half or something or on a, on a college basketball total. You know, you, you just want to show that you're, you're, so you're acting like someone you're not, in my opinion. Yes. You're taking big bets off total squares that have no chance to win in the end. And you're not taking bets off someone that wants to bet $300 a game, or in my case, a grocery dollar. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I'm glad you brought that up as well. Yes, that would be the one caveat to everything I said. That's it's all fine. But if you, yes, if you, if you are uh, fronting, as we used to say back in the day, uh, that is not cool. Yes. Don't, don't, don't act like you're something you're not in an exploitive kind kind of way, because ultimately that is exploitive, right? Because people who don't know any better think you're a certain way when you're not. And it, it's a whole, that's a whole rabbit hole. I'm not sure I necessarily want to go down, but I would agree with yep. that. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just portray yourself accurately. You had something on your mind. Gil, going back to uh, resorts world though. So I went in there and they have that, let's call it an upscale food court. And uh, I, I said, I, I love dumplings. There's like a dumpling house there or something like that. So I go there, I order, uh, I order a dumplings and a soda. And I, I honestly, now me, I don't ever really even look at prices. I, I'm, a, I'm pretty stupid like that. I, I, if someone wants to get something, you get it, you have a good time, enjoy it. Um, and you get what you pay for most of the times. And I was pretty pretty surprised there. An order of three little dumplings and a a, a sixteen ounce soda, twenty one dollars. Wow! I, I just felt like I broke a window or something. I was like, am I getting charged for something else? I mean, I, so I was kind of surprised by that. And you know, a lot of the places weren't as busy as I thought they would be, maybe because of the price. But it just reminds me of. Here's an example. I go to New York. I'm I'm big. Uh, I love going to Chinatown. I love going to. I, people all know this place out there. I love going to Wohop and Mott Street. It's been there a hundred years. Literally, I've been going since I was a little kid. There's a little side street there, right next to Mott Street. It leads down to the park. On the right hand side, there's a dumpling place, and it's. Simply called, I had on my phone here, simply called <laughs> Fried Dumpling. That's it. That's the name of the place. Fried nothing Dumpling. Else, nothing fancy, just Fried Dumpling. So I go there all the time. It's right down the street on Moscow, uh, right right from Wohop. <laughs> and a lot of famous movies were made there, actually. There's been a lot of movies that are made on that little side street there. And uh, I go there and I get 15 in a little plastic container for five bucks. 15 of them for five bucks. Now, I will tell you the last time I was there, I had a bad experience. Well, we could say anything on this show. We can go in any direction. I went there and I asked the lady for more sauce and and, and she yelled at me. But uh, she said, like, no soup, no sauce for you. Out. Yeah. yeah. No, she, fried for, fried but, dumpling. It's like that old Letterman gag, uh, just bulbs back in the day. Do you guys have shades right. here? No, just bulbs. We'd like That's to, right. Like the mushy pork. It's all they fried have. Dumpling. <laughs> fried, fried dumpling. Fried dumpling. Fried dumpling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the name. How did you get on the fried dumpling thing? I don't even know anymore. Oh, we're just talking about uh, the uh, resorts world, how, how uh, cool it was over there. And and I, I mean, I'm a big fan of the place right now. So um, I've only been there just that uh, two two times so far, and I, I really liked it. But uh, one follow up uh, question on resorts world. Yeah. Uh, so for those who went close to the opening or at the opening, the parking garage for those. And again, this this is for locals primarily because because tourists aren't going to have this problem. But the parking garage seems to be separated from the building itself. Is there is there a parking garage that is Ooh, actually attached to the building? Do we give this secret away? Yes, we, we just. This... I think we just did. All right, let's give the secret away. The hotel parking is where you want to go. It's hotel parking. It's part. You park there and you walk right into the casino by Starbucks and you're in the casino. But the valet, I'm sorry, the the self, uh, the self park, yes, casino parking. You have to walk outside in the heat. And just for anyone who doesn't know out there, I tweeted it out last night. 10.30 p.m. last night, oh, it was 110 degrees oh, here. Yeah. I put the video up. So it's tough walking around this time of the year out here. I don't understand how they didn't put a connector bridge on this, you know, multi-billion dollar property. It makes no sense to me, Gil. It's very, very, very good. actionable information we just gave them. The most actionable since your preseason comments on football, <laughs> which is, yeah, because like a lemming, I followed the self park, right? Well, first of all, I went to Valet. Oh, yeah. This was opening night. Valet was filled. So I was like, oh, well, I'll yep. just go park it myself. Self-parking. And then you end up having, <laughs> that's right, in the middle of the day, walking through just awful <laughs> heat. 
And then uh, Meltzer likes Seltzer told me last night. He goes, yeah. He goes, there's a special parking lot. It's called hotel yeah. parking. So that's that's, that's the secret of Resorts World here in the. It's on the other street too. It's not on. You have to go around. Uh, I guess that, that's Dean Martin. Make the right on Dean Martin. Come up on uh, Resorts World. It might be Resorts World is the name of the street. That's where the hotel parking is. So. Hmm. Um, okay. And the yeah, the garage was actually pretty empty too. So uh, it, it's excellent. You walk right in. So is that, uh, let's is, talk. Let, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We got three minutes. Go ahead. All right. I just wanted to talk about this is a big fight weekend in Vegas. Probably the biggest weekend draw of the year, like you said, with Garth Brooks, the big fight, McGregor, Poirier. It should be a you know a real big event here in town. People are pumped up. You can feel the energy and excitement out there. Uh, you know, Vegas is back, and it, it just uh, I wanted to talk about. Listen, I, Poirier knocked him out last fight. I, I don't see that not. I, I see Poirier winning here again. You know, I'll tell you the reason why too. Um, I don't know if McGregor's heads into this. He can always fight almost anyone and be a big draw. He could fight Diaz again and make a couple million dollars, whatever it may be. So, um, but this is a big fight weekend. Again, I seen some video of uh, McGregor at the dinner. There's little tells. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Got a ton of hits. We got like 15,000 hits on this. Uh, Little tells. He's out to dinner. He's with his friends. He's showing videos. He's doing some shadow boxing out there in L.A. Uh, I, I think Poirier is the more serious fighter. And there's a great saying by the late, great Marvin Hagler. And he said, you just can't get up at 5 a.m. and do road work if you were sleeping in silk pajamas. So yes. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's sleeping that. in silk pajamas, but, uh, you know, he's very wealthy, and, and I think that maybe he might be resting on his laurels a little bit. Just something I wanted to talk about, because it's a big fight weekend in do Vegas. You, do you think, a la McGregor Mayweather, that we will see an influx of late McGregor money, the Irish money, if you will? You know, I don't know if the international uh, floodgates are coming in like they would before for McGregor. When we've seen, uh, especially like versus Mayweather, they were giving us money uh, especially late towards the fight because there was so many little bets. Those little bets of 50 and 100 bucks and $200 and $10, they add up so much cumulatively that uh, and collectively that they have to overmove the line. So I've only seen one-way action on this fight so far. It opened up, uh, Connor McGregor opened up minus around 120. It's actually the other way now. Poirier is minus 125, 130. So uh, I, I don't Poirier, know if that's... I saw Poirier minus 141 this morning when I came in. Wow. So it's trickling upwards ever yeah, so slightly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know even the uh, the borders. Are we even open from Ireland? I don't even know. But so if, <laughs> if, if that's... That's yeah. a fine yeah. point, Bill. I hadn't really considered that. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we shall see. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't have a bet on that fight yet in my account, but it's Thursday. Trust me, by fight time, I'm sure I will have a bet. Um, but maybe if it's trickling up on Poirier, maybe maybe I should get in there. But I'm just curious how that will go money-wise. Uh, as far as our tennis match, Carolina Pliskova does get the second set. She she uh, she makes the break stand. She wins the second set 6-4 after a very tough outcome in the first set where she had eight break points, was 0 for 8, and Sabalenka converted her one break point. So we are a set apiece. Uh, we are starting the uh, the third set, and we'll try to get our plus 178 dog home. This should be a sweat. Should be over, by the way, by some by some measure, but nonetheless, it's going to be a sweat. Um, thank you, Bill. As always, appreciate it. The, thank the, you. The podcast is called Wise Cracks, available where all podcasts are distributed. Thank you, sir, as always. Bill Crackman, thank you. everybody. At Bill Crackman with a K on Twitter as well. Uh, good luck with all your bets. Brady Cannon hosting the Lombardi Line next right here at VEASAN the Sports Betting Network. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. 
Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.